0: Welcome to the Hello Retirement Podcast with Josh Leonard from Leonard Advisory Group. In this podcast, we help those nearing retirement greet it with a well-prepared smile. Join Josh and his guests to learn the retirement and tax planning tips you need so you too can live your golden years with the happiness and excitement you deserve. Hear stories from his years of experience to help you transition into a fun and intentional retirement. Now, onto the show. Welcome to
1: Hello Retirement with Josh Leonard, where we talk about transitioning into retirement with intent. I'm Wendy McConnell. We're going to be talking about the team today and what part they play in the whole client experience. And we have the whole gang here today. So Josh, tell us about your team and then some of the bigger players you may have in the sandbox.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Wendy. Yeah. So today we are, it's a very special podcast because we're all together in our Pittsburgh office and. Uh, if you know much about our group, we're kind of spread out. So my main office is in Southwest Michigan and our, our initial office and where Desiree and Angela, who are joining us today, work out of is in Pittsburgh. So we have a client event this evening, so we're all in town. So I thought it's a great time to introduce the team on the podcast, but we keep a pretty lean team. The focus of our team is client-facing activities. So making sure that we're preparing the appropriate paperwork and maintaining those relationships with clients to help them reach their goals. So we partner and outsource a lot of activities to help us in things like managing assets. So we've partnered with Morningstar Investment Management and they are currently managing somewhere around 265 billion. So certainly a bigger shop than ours and their team of about 650 employees, including 91 investment professionals are the ones looking at a lot of our client portfolios Monitoring them and making sure that they're staying on track for their goals. We've also partnered with AE Wealth Management, who's more of a newer firm who started in 2016. Uh, they've partnered with some other big players, but they've already grown to $22 billion in assets under management. And we've added them onto our RIA platform. As a way to offer more unique things or meet some of our more unique client needs. One of the examples there that we've expanded is using donor advised funds. So uh, those clients that are charitably minded, we can use a donor advised fund to help them uh, reach some of their charity goals. So Now,
1: does it show that I don't do a lot of contributions if I ask what a donor
2: is? Not necessarily. So it, I think in some ways, it's sort of a, a good secret. So you can think of a donor advice fund as like your charitable retirement account. So you're able to donate money into the account and get the tax deduction at time of donation. But you don't have to distribute the funds to your charities of choice at that time, you can string it out over time. So you can actually set up that donor advice fund, invest the money, and then distribute it over whatever period of time you want. Um, I never
1: heard of such a thing. I think that's yeah, amazing. Well,
2: you learn something new every day. Absolutely. So this was um, a- an offering that was important to us. A lot of our clients, as they transition into retirement, they might have big tax years, whether they receive a lump sum payout from an employer as they retire, or they take a large distribution, we can use this larger than normal charitable donation into a donor advice fund to help them minimize taxes. So, um, This was part of our recent formation of our own registered investment advisor, expanding our offerings and being able to help clients with more things like this donor advice fund that we were just talking about was a big impetus for that as well.
1: Okay, so you're going to start to introduce the team now?
2: Yeah, yeah. So the introduction of the team logically has to start with our founder. The founder of me too. Well, 50%, maybe only 25, but my dad, Bill Leonard.
3: Hi, how are you?
1: Oh, Bill, don't act like you're shy. Mm.
3: I'm not shy at all.
1: No, he's not.
3: Yeah. But uh, yeah, I started this years and years ago. Actually, uh, Angela on the team and I were working together for a very large, uh, broker dealer. Angela was actually running the broker dealer and uh, the economy dictated back in early 08, that maybe we ought to think about things differently to help our clients. Uh, so we decided to go independent and it's worked out very well. Angela came with me. She was happy to get out of the babysitting. Uh, I don't know, what was it? 140 registered 165. reps, 165 registered reps in a few state area. And, uh, she was happy to stop being a babysitter and get in direct contact with clients and do what she does best. So we went independent and we've been independent ever since. Josh, after gotten he got done licking envelopes for me years ago, uh, grew up, went to college. I came out of college and decided he wanted to come in the business as well. And Desiree's been in the business for years and years and joined us as well. So we've got a Kind of a u- unique team with a lot of background and a lot of experience helping clients out. And it's worked out very, very well. So,
1: so Angela's been putting out with you for a long time. That's what it sounds like.
3: Oh, she's like my little sister. I mean, and I'm like her big brother and she treats me like a big brother. She tells me what to do very well, just like my wife. It's a great relationship.
1: Has there been any fist fights? That's what I'd like to know.
3: Never, never. <laughs> never
1: <laughs> that was a joke I didn't really yeah. think that there would be but um angela um why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself uh bill and I started working together in 1994 so it's been a very very
4: long time uh, i've watched josh grow up so that's a little different too uh I remember when zoe was born so she's getting married what next, two weeks yep. so it's all kind of different Zoe
1: um,
3: zoe's my youngest daughter okay i've Three kids, Zachary, who's 21 months older than Josh, Josh, and then Zoe, who trailed 10 years later. And Zoe's the youngest, and she's on her way to the altar. And uh, as of October 1st, uh, she will no longer be my liability, so to speak.
1: And there's great rejoicing. Yeah. Congratulations to Zoe. And I guess to you too, for getting that horrible weight off your back. What I did. It's
3: not, not, it hasn't been horrible at all.
1: (laughs) Um, I wanted to ask you, obviously, Josh is your favorite because he's followed in your footsteps, right?
3: No, I'll never admit to that.
1: Josh is shaking his head up and down. Go ahead, Josh. (laughs) Pump pump it up.
3: We, we,
2: Like all siblings, we all argue of our favorite status. But, you know, I think the reality now being a parent myself is that you love all your kids exactly equally. Right?
1: Right. Yeah, I don't buy that for a second. Angela, please continue. Get them out of this mess they've created for themselves. So Bill and I started working together in
4: 1994. I was actually Bill's compliance officer. I did run the broker dealer at three, three different firms at this point. So my job was to do the investment side and deal with all the paperwork. I was the person that approved every financial plan and every piece of securities business, be it an annuity, a life policy, or a securities transaction, a mutual fund, a stock, a bond, managed money, whatever it was, it all came across my desk. So in, I think it was 2007, we flew the coop and decided to be independent and have a much better time this way. I am tired of babysitting people. Basically, they referred to me as the zookeeper because my job is clean up all the mess.
1: <laughs> uh, so you are ma- You were a manager then? Mm-hmm. Okay. That, I've just made it to make sure in what respect we were using the term babysitter. <laughs> I've never had to work in a huge corporate organization, but I imagine that's exactly what it is.
3: Well, like. ultimately, Angela was responsible. Uh, for everyone else's behavior.
1: Oh, yeah. They were bad. It was my
3: fault. You know, and at that time I managed, I don't know, a, a group of
5: you had uh, registered,
3: yeah, a group of registered representatives. So Angela and I had a huddle often to mm-hmm. correct b- bad behavior and, you know, out there. And it's, it's one of those things that in our business, uh, you've got to keep a very close eye on people because there's money involved right. and there's greed. And, you know, you want to always do what's best for the public and the client. And so it's something you always got to keep your eye on. And Angela is very, very good at it. It's tough to
1: um, have to be responsible for other people's behavior, especially though, when it comes to money. Absolutely. In my role in the firm, I
4: sit in pretty much every client, the second set of eyes and ears to whatever Josh or Bill is doing that day. And then I'm the one that fills in all the paperwork. And then if there are multiple accounts, there are multiple signatures and there are multiple sets of paperwork. So we're very busy on our end.
3: So Uh, you still
1: have a lot of paperwork in this day and age. Oh my God.
3: (laughs) It is getting better. It's getting better, but
1: it's not, it's nowhere near where it
4: needs
2: to be. Hey, and just use (laughs) DocuSign, okay? Just use DocuSign. We've been pushing very hard, Wendy, to get rid of paperwork. But But uh, some
4: places still won't take it, Josh.
2: It's true.
1: So she sounds like a manager. She just told you
4: <laughs> if it was up to Josh, everything would be electronic and it would all magically appear in the right places every day at in one second. And that's not how it works.
0: Yes. Yeah,
3: I think no. Siri would be doing all the work.
1: That would be fine. Or Alexa, I'm good with that. Yeah, <laughs> either or uh, poor Desiree. She's not said a word. Hi, Desiree. Hello. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself.
5: Well, I have been with Leonard Advisory Group now since 2017. I am from New Eagle, about 25 miles south of Pittsburgh, little town of New Eagle. And I like the way you say that
1: too, New Eagle.
5: New Eagle. You drive right through it. (laughs) And my, my role here is very, no day, every day is something different. And I learn a lot a lot of new stuff as I'm going through the day's activities. And I help with the clients, uh, do the benefit statements. Um, getting to know the clients is a big you know, advantage to this working for Bill and Josh and with Ange. We all work together and I'm meeting more people and getting more familiar with um, the role that I play, just meeting new people and my customer service skills that I can bring to the group here.
1: Is a lot of that online now?
5: Online, but then it, we do still have, we have clients come in, you know, and our events here, we are more close knit, being with a smaller firm, because I've worked for a long time and I started in banking and with the larger corporations. And I like the smaller, the smaller feel here. We're like a little family here and we all work together. And I just like that. Uh, meeting the clients and getting to know them, even as it become a lot of, they have become friends. So I like to, I like the smaller atmosphere, the smaller company, we get to service more people and have a better relationship with them.
1: So it's more personal.
5: Yes, more personal. That's the word I was looking for, more personal relationship. And I just like the camaraderie of everybody. We help each other and and uh, we're growing the business, and I'm learning more and more. No day is the same. Uh, There's a lot to learn, and I'm uh, trying to do my best to get more information and more knowledge to help with help in uh, any way I can for for the company.
1: Okay, so I'm a new client, and I'm like, ring, 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 ring. Hi, I'm Wendy, and I want to start a new retirement plan. What's next?
5: Well, most I'm glad that they are that friendly when they call. Sometimes you don't get that. <laughs> you don't get that when, especially when things aren't going well in the market and that. But, well, we're, I, I always, I, when they call in, I always try to uh, have a pleasant voice and a pleasant attitude. I try to maintain a good attitude and we're here to help. I ask questions, try to find out what their needs are, and then uh, we go from there.
1: Okay. Well, Des, I haven't saved a lot of money, but I need a lot more for retirement. What advice do you have?
5: Well, my advice and I would have, what I would have done is I would have started saving very early with my first job.
1: Well, that's not helping me now, Dez.
5: <laughs> Come <laughs> to us, whatever situation you are in. I know some people have saved, there's people out there who have saved through their lives and done a very good job you know, earnest job at doing that. But then there's others that circumstances maybe be beyond their control, weren't able to uh, save as much as they wanted to or could have. So we try to steer them right, give them our outlook on things and try to steer them in the right direction and help them. That's what we want to do. We want to help them.
2: Yeah, Des, I think you bring up a good point there. Um, when people call into the office, we don't tell Desiree that you can only schedule people if they have this, that, and the other. We are more than willing to give anyone an hour or so of our time and and many times people that maybe aren't ideal clients for us, we can still help them get on a better path with simply spending an hour of our time and that's something that was very rewarding for us too. That's not our business model is to be giving away time free forever. But many times those are referrals or friends of clients or family members that need a little bit of help. Or even my soon-to-be brother-in-law uh, gave me a call and said, hey, I, I have this new retirement plan at work, but I, I don't really know what to do with it. And uh, I could spend, in that case, only about 20 minutes on Zoom and help him get on a good path to saving and accumulating.
1: So um, Des is the first point of contact then when
2: a new client if yeah, if they're calling in, Des is the one picking up the phone the majority of the time. So yeah,
5: and there's times when I'm on the phone a little bit more of an extended time, but that's okay, because just letting them speak and me, just me being able to listen, they might just they might not have anyone else to talk to at that time. So I try to really help them, and you know, and we we I'll forward the information on with as much as much as the circumstances I can to uh, forward on to Josh or Ange. To better enable them to get prepared for that call.
1: So what is the next step then? A, a we, schedule with Josh or Bill or?
5: Yes, we schedule an appointment with Josh or Ange and Bill or Bill. Uh, we could do phone, we could do Zoom, or they can come into our office, whatever's convenient for them.
3: Yeah, keep in mind, we have clients in quite a few different states. And just because of our group, reaching out where we live, uh, we get clients from all over, and referrals from existing clients from all over. So I, I think a point that Desiree made is we spend a lot of time getting to know the individual or the family, to know the how to guide them uh, and how to answer the questions and do it in a, a suitable fashion uh, to meet their needs and their needs only. I always uh, was kind of strict with everyone in the group that we are licensed to help clients out in a very confusing financial market. That's what we do. We don't represent one company or one entity, be it an insurance company or or an investment house or a mutual fund group. We represent the client and try to bring the best solution to their needs from the marketplace uh, that we deal with. So I guess in my opinion, that's the best way to go about business in our field.
2: Yeah, I think that that independence and that ability to shop out was something that that my dad started with. I think Angela was probably attracted to that as well. When they were at their former broker dealer, the menu of options got pretty short um, and, and seemed to uh, angle more towards what was best for the company. But I, I we feel it's best for the company. What's best for the client we have without clients. We're not a company. So I think that independence is something that runs deep in our our culture here. We like that. We're all different people too, and have different hobbies and do different fun things too. Even though I got Ange out on a bike ride yesterday, she still thinks I'm crazy for trying to do the half Ironman. We have we have different hobbies and stuff too. So well, that's we, not we, we, a
1: hobby. That's torture. But you know, we'll talk <laughs> that's about what that I in said.
2: <laughs>
4: He said, I'll do the white yeah. part for you as the relay person, but I'm not doing the
1: rest of it. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Josh. I just not needle you. No,
2: that's fine. But, you know, Desiree too, I'll, I'll do a little bragging for her too. Desiree's a great family person and families are important to us, of course, as a family business. The Leonard family is very important, but for Desiree, she spends a lot of time with her granddaughter, Eliza, and helps out. I mean, as a parent with young kids, y- you always need extra hands. And I'll, I'll, I know that family is extremely important to Desiree. She's fortunate enough to live across the street from her mother and constantly is engaged with her family and helping her family out. And I think um, that care and love for the family is something that's important to all of us to kind of see that level of care is what we want, of course, for our clients, too, and and want them to have that that good support structure as well.
1: And family is something to keep in mind when we're talking about retiring with intent, because a lot of times I think people just think about the money. I just want the money. I just need money. How much money do I need? Well, it depends on where you're going to be living. It depends on if you're going to be around family. It depends on if you have to go and visit your family several times a year by plane. You know, so that's another thing to keep in mind uh, when you are intentionally retiring in the way that you want to live the rest of your life.
2: Absolutely, Wendy. I think depending on your family structure too, I mean, we're fortunate that everyone in our family is pretty healthy at this point, but sometimes there's special needs concerns in families too, which can be not only a financial burden, but also a legal burden that needs to be planned for appropriately so you don't have bad actors stepping into the family when mom and dad are no longer able to help take care of those kids. So, you know, I think we have a lot of clients that have relocated to be closer to grandkids, or as they're transitioning into retirement, they're thinking through that, hey, you know what, maybe it's good to have a condo or something there as well, closer to my grandchildren, so I can spend time with them. I'm My in-laws are watching my kids while I'm in Pittsburgh. And my wife is also at a conference now. So, you know, grandparents are pretty important for young kids, too. So to all you listening, make sure you spend time with your grandkids, too.
1: It's such an important relationship. It's like when this is the time that parents wait for because they get all of the fun, all of the spoiling of them, all of the get them all riled up and then send them home with mom and dad. None of the responsibility, right? Uh-huh.
2: That's right. I think Anne just got a piece to throw in there from her mom.
1: And. Uh,
4: my mother said that if she could have had grandkids first, she would have.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it's a she lot said they're way work. more fun, of course, <laughs> way more you fun. You don't have to shape them. You don't have to make sure you're not responsible for them to turning into responsible human beings. You just give them candy and. Take want time. ice cream? No problem. But You go to bed in an hour? Cool. You want chocolate? <laughs> Has some soda with it. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep, mom, do yep. with that? Here you go.
3: Josh, a minute ago, I think you brought up a good point uh, when you're speaking of family and people with special needs in their family, whether it be uh, an elder in the family or a child with special needs. We do work with a team of other professionals, whether it be accountants, accounting firms, or we work directly with uh, the family's attorney, or we have an attorney that works with our firm to give them the correct legal advice, as well as the tax advice uh, when it comes down to it with the, with the accounting end of it. We have a CPA we work with here. Because I think the public has to understand that, you know, a financial advisor isn't necessarily a legal expert, nor are they licensed. to to give legal advice or, uh, you know, certainly in the accounting field, we can steer them the right way, but we are not accountants. We aren't CPAs. Uh, So we bring those professionals in to make sure everything is done according to what the overall plan is. And a plan isn't just your investments. You know, you're managing not only your health, but your investments, your income plan, uh, your legacy plan, how you want to pass it on. So it's, it's multifaceted And everything has to be working together because if you have one piece that goes awry, it'll throw the whole plan off. So consequently we do have those kind of resources here and we encourage people to engage in them because we want to make sure the plan works according to what the family wants. Josh, do you have anything to add to that? No,
2: no. Wonderful. We talked in the last episode about intent in retirement too, and that's it. We think there's a lot more to retirement planning than having a retirement plan like a 401k at your work and we're honored to be able to have such great relationships with our clients and get to know their family and all the stuff going on in their life and then see the impact that a proper financial plan can have on that life.
1: So you're all together today because of an event that's coming up tonight. Mm And can can we talk about
2: the event? Oh, we absolutely can. So what Desiree didn't tell you is Desiree really is in charge of like the cleanup. So Angela can keep us all in line a little bit and, you know, make sure Josh, you can't actually do that or you can't do it in two days. So let's set proper expectations. But Desiree is kind of behind picking everything up. So I know this makes for a great podcast, but right behind her. For those of you listening, you can see real well. Behind her is a whole table full of name tags. So we have somewhere between 140 and 150 guests coming to our client event at a local winery this evening. And Desiree has been working diligently to get all the name tags organized and alphabetized and couples together and all that fun but this evening we'll have our annual client appreciation event at narcissi winery uh, which is a local winery here in the greater pittsburgh area and uh, we've done this event for what eight eight years now i think we had a, at least a skip year during covid but and then brought it back around the holidays last year but we like doing it at the end of summer because we can sit outside. It's a beautiful setting. Good time to have a glass of wine with clients, eat some good food, and just catch up and have a nice social event.
1: How many of your clients typically come to this event? Well, this typically- is our
4: biggest one yet. Normally, it's right around 100 people. And tonight, it's somewhere between 140 and 150. Wow. And people are bringing their children. People are bringing their neighbors. People are bringing their relatives. Uh, they're bringing their friends because they want us to meet them in a very comfortable, non-threatening situation where That's it's not so scary right. for their friends to meet us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want to come <laughs> Get on a plane, Wendy. <laughs> yeah. I could make it there by car.
2: By Yeah, 20, it's six probably. hours, right? Or five, four. Yeah, somewhere. You
4: know, I'm yeah. on the other side of the other
2: side of the state. Yeah. Well, you can, it can it. be here well,
4: by six. No problem. Wendy, Wendy, you want to make her name tag? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, guys, I think that this has been so much fun. Josh, what are some last words you'd like to leave us with?
2: Sure. We are excited about our team, but you know, increasingly Bill's getting closer to retirement. He'll be officially retiring at the end of this year. Although I think he likes podcasting. So I think he's going to be on here more than we think. And yeah, I'll be around. He'll still come to client events and jump in some client meetings but
1: fun parts like being the grandparent of the company that's <laughs> right yeah
2: that's it yeah sugar up the company and walk away right yeah um <laughs> uh-huh. uh, he won't be there for bedtime that's all but we're, we're looking to hire someone else in the pittsburgh area we we have a candidate in mind now but someone to really help uh desiree and angela when I create a mess and walk away to help clean that up and help keep the office running smoothly so we can serve the clients the best we can. Uh, We're looking forward in the upcoming years to build out um, a team in Michigan as well. So right now it's just me in Michigan working remotely. Um, We haven't been in a rush there. We wanna make sure that we're serving our clients in Pittsburgh as our top priority before we try to grow too big and lack in service. Um, but over the coming years, we'll start to build out a team there and grow more of a client base there as well. So certainly happy to have such wonderful teammates. We, we really do feel like a pretty close-knit team um, and, and like a family. It's not that typical corporate backstabbing culture. We, we really all need each other to, to effectively do our jobs. And we grow and learn together. So I'm really grateful to have such a great team.
1: So now that um, the team has razzled, dazzled everybody, how can someone get in touch with you, Josh? What is the email address?
2: Yeah. So Web address. Can, yeah, they can feel free to email me directly at jleonard at leonardadvisorygroup.com. They can call our main office line, which is 412-998-PLAN. Desiree will be picking up the phone most likely there. Or... If they want to just learn a little bit more about us, they can go to leonardadvisorygroup.com and check out our website, learn a little bit more about us there.
1: Okay, that sounds great. So thank you, everyone, for joining in today. It was great to get to know you all. Let's do all a big collective goodbye.
3: Bye-bye. Oh, it's like this, isn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm like clean. this. Yes, you got to do the right way. <laughs> Again, this is audio, Bill. So way to go. Thank you for jo- joining us, getting to know everybody. It's been a great time, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Hello Retirement with Josh Leonard. Please like, follow, and share with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell.
0: Thank you for listening to the Hello Retirement Podcast, the show that helps you transition into a happy, fun, and intentional retirement. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.leonardadvisorygroup.com or give us a call at 412-998-PLAN. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available.